Dzień dobry. Guten Tag. Salut. Today at our podcast, it's all about solidarity. We're going to talk about cultural differences. And today we have a special guest beside me and Elena. Our special guest will introduce yourself. Hi, uh, my name is Jakub. I'm 18 years old. I live in Józefów. It's a close city, close to uh, Warsaw. Uh, I'm an avid traveler. I love traveling. Uh, also, I'm a, a fan of reading books and sport. And what's more, I'm a leader of European Club. So European Club is an organization of students in high school. And basically we have some meetings every Friday, but also we organize some event in our school, but also out of school. And uh, what, I, what I can add is the fact that we cooperate with Schumann Foundation and we took part in many projects, um, international projects like kind of exchange so great that was the introduction and now we're going to talk about our first question which will be um what is cultural in general because for me cultural is a term we use quite often but it's more like culture but what is the point behind culture like when i was younger i i connected to culture like kind of a boring stuff to go to museum watch art but culture is so much more it's like the language the music the mentality the food it's basically everything which surrounds us every day that's completely true uh, i have the same problem as you when i was younger uh, culture was something boring uh, but now i found this i find kind culture as a, as a thing to explore other countries so when i travel i i try to ask local people about local food, local tradition, customs, um, and also mentality. As Jakub mentioned, also for me, uh, culture represent, is represented by habits, customs, local, um, local stuff in general. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's, it's probably the same, but especially some things are really easy to discover, like the food, I mean, You just have to go to the restaurant and taste it. But to discover the mental mentality of a of a nation or of people, you have to live there. Yeah, for for a longer period. <laughs> I mean, we're living three months in Poland. You, Elena, you even a little bit longer, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I I know a lot about the mentality. But to be honest, if I I was thinking for this um, podcast about the Austrian mentality sometimes it's really hard to make it to focus on a whole nation because in many countries the region differs a lot right. from mentality. Exactly. I, I had the same the same problem when I was trying to uh, think about Romanian culture it's very easy for me to talk about the region I uh, come from but um, it's quite difficult to say something about the whole country in general and I live there so um, it's quite obvious that I cannot say something um, really true about Poland. But since I, I was here and I lived uh, a bit already, um, maybe I draw some conclusions in different contexts. I think um, still that there is a difference on how you perceive a culture when you visit the country and how you perceive the culture when you live in that country. So yeah, there is kind of an iceberg in my mind, if you want. Like the top of the iceberg, it's 
um, seen while you visit and then you can go deeper while while you live so you live in the country this okay. is my <laughs> my uh, perspective but can you say something about polish mentality for me it's like um you seem to be very to cherry very much the family the religion and traditions mm -hmm. and um yeah that's the impression that i had after i talked with teachers and their families and it seems mm -hmm. like polish people stick to to certain values and they they try to keep it yeah yeah I that completely this is what i noticed yeah i completely agree with you uh but i think Pol polish people are completely uh, opposite to romanian and austrian uh, because we are one of the most monocultural countries in okay. europe uh, before second world war uh, it was completely different we had many people many jewish people germans russian ukrainians um, but after that it completely changed now we have only polish people i guess and and it's not going to change mm. i mean we have many protests or march uh, of people who are against uh, for example accepting refugees from syria mm. or africa and that that's the problem we are afraid of these people i don't know why even um, but this is still a problem that people are narrow-minded and they are afraid of of other cult cultures Okay, what I, I wanted to add, what Elena said one time, we were at um, a teacher's house for a workshop and the people seemed to very friendly <laughs> to me, was like, do mm -hmm. you want to eat something? It was like, <laughs> at, at two at night, I was like, no, I'm completely full, but you have to eat, eat something, please. And it was like, I, I don't want to be rude or <laughs> anything. Uh -huh. So at two o'clock in the morning, I eat something, it was like, okay, thanks for it and in the morning the same do you want to eat something was like um i'm full but you have to eat you have to worry it you have to gain some weight during your stay in poland was like um maybe not but thanks nevertheless yeah yeah i want to add only that what i say uh, what i said polish people are are afraid of other cultures mm -hmm. but we have many uh, working immigrants from ukraine yeah and that's fine because ukraine has very similar culture very similar language, mm. le religion, so people don't care about them. But when we see in a tram um, a person with a black skin, yeah, it's unique. When we go to the Berlin or London, that's that's ordinary situation. That's that's normal. In in, in Warsaw, it's very hard to meet such a, such a person. Yeah, I noticed the same when I was thinking <laughs> in the tram. I mean, like in Warsaw, live two million people, but. You you just oh. see see white people know no African or from other other parts of the world. It's like really yeah, they're really Polish. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 true. And and what I say, it it's not going to change. Unfortunately, I don't know why, and I don't know what to do to to change their mind. But do you think that, for example, traveling can help younger people to change this type of mentality, or do you see it as a need of change for the generation of your age for example yeah I or even our age it's not that much of a gap yeah i, I think it's it's uh, going to to change a bit because now we are a free country and people can easily travel to other country countries and 
Yeah, for sure, young generation is more open-minded, but I think the, the rest, the, the older and middle-aged people are still preferring this type of Poland where we have only monoculture um, and citizens. But I think it's like a situation which will change over time. And I think since um, countries are joining the European Union, it, it changes a lot. And like for, for Austria since 25 years in the European Union, Poland since 16 years, I guess, and Romania since 12 mm -hmm. years. So it's, it's not even one generation. Yeah. So that, that's a change. Just imagine what in 50 years is like when everybody's really used to it okay, and yeah. i i think most or some people are not used to it and don't know the benefit and are, are not aware of this and still think it's it's not a good thing to be part of the european union so yeah now we we should move on to the next question to how, how would you see the mentality of your your home country so let's start with with poland we can make a little comparison what we experienced uh, yes, th that's the first thing what I say about this narrow-minded mm. people. Um, but also, I think we still have a problem with with money. Okay. What I want to say by that is the fact that many people who aren't very rich, they want to share or, or show others that, that they are. Mm -hmm. So they buy expensive clothes, luxury cars, or they... Uh, upload the photos on Instagram or Facebook mm. from their holiday yeah. and they want to show others that they are rich and comparing to for instance Netherlands or Switzerland nobody cares everyone knows that you have money and you don't have to show them but in Poland we still have, um, have this problem and this mentality and even in school many um, kids judge others because of their material status but i think with the material status i think in for for the younger generation in austria it's the same if you you don't wear that brand of clothes don't have that type of uh, smartphone you're you're not cool and mm -hmm. i think that's like to be based on 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 material stuff and to exclude other people i think it's not a I think it's a problem for the whole world and social mm -hmm. media takes a lot part of it because everybody shares just the best pictures and the best emotion. Mm -hmm. Great, but not the negative aspects of life. But, but do you have the same in In, in Austria, I don't think that people are really want to show what, what they gain on money. It's just the younger generation with Instagram, Snapchat, mm -hmm. Facebook and stuff like that. But for the, for the older people, it's not really common to to show the money it's like then you oh he he has to do that and it's like oh what a pose and stuff like that it's not really accepted and you don't impress with mm -hmm. other people it's just like don't do that it's not necessary so it's just yeah and how how is the situation in romania well, about material status, I wouldn't say the generation I am part of uh, focuses on that. We just kind of gain the family, I would say, like um, kind of 
return to family every time we have the opportunity to and we try to um, keep the roots alive uh, if I can say it like this and about material status it's not so important uh, in my social uh, group at home for example it's everybody has uh, his or her own uh, social status but we are not friends because of that this wasn't the main idea of uh, or the 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 main point we uh, became friends for example so this is not what keeps us together it's more about the same interests or the same hobbies or just because we met uh, we met each other thanks to a travel thanks to a concert a conference um, my generation is more focused on uh, gaining experiences so I think we reached that point where we spend our money on gaining experiences because we focus ourselves on developing ourselves for for the Austrian mentality what I can say um, often Austria gets compared with Germany and it happens quite often that oh Austrians and Germans it's it, it's the same and it's I mean we have a lot of common but from the mentality where Austria is a little bit different we have like um, Germans are very well known for being precise and on point and do the things mm -hmm. right on time and in Austria we have the mentality we will see somehow it will work out I mean somehow we make it and I mean in the end Austrian always or mostly they do it but just not the way it's supposed and we also have like a special saying that the Austrian way of so of making a solution and it probably means you don't really solve the problem you just do it in another way but it's not really solved it's just did in another way and everybody's fine with it so so yeah that's that's okay. some some typical Austrian <laughs> habit just do it somehow and it will work out somehow but not not that it was planned at the beginning what do you want to add about uh, some typical Romanian habit a Romanian typical habit we are quiet I, I, I would say that hospitality it's um, typical for Romanian people when we have guests we um, try to have fun with them we show them uh, our our surroundings and stuff this is quite normal but we also uh, quite uh, welcome uh, someone who is a foreigner uh, quite fast and well and if I would have to say something that I don't like about my country is that we we don't know how to promote it I mean Romania it's known in uh, as a as a country for certain for certain stuff as Dracula for example and we don't try to break that we just leave it there because it somehow helps the tourist tourism part but we don't try to break it and to make the difference and to, to sh say to the others or to um, show to the others that it's not only that. It's okay. It's there and it's fine. To be honest, when I thought about Romania, I really had any image in my head. And it's like, so yeah, no, Romania, it's in, in Southeast Europe. It exists. Of course, I knew the story of Dracula and... We, also, we are also known for uh, being very good in sports. 
Uh, we are very good in tennis. We are very good in, or we were very good in gymnastics, football. And this is, I would say, much more important than Dracula, for example. Yeah, but that's something which doesn't came in mind. Yeah. At first, it's, I, w I would never connect it like that. If you say good in sports, at first, I would think maybe Spain in football or France or like, I don't know, the Russians <laughs> in some sports or China and... Yeah, yeah. In Jamaica, in, in Jamaica, in in 100 meters or and East Africa and marathon stuff like that, and Romania is just you, you, you. There is no clear image, and I mean that okay. that that's sad that yeah. that you don't have a clear image of a country. Yeah, but we don't try to do it clear. Yeah, that clearer. Yeah, that that's a problem you to of promoting. Yeah, you know. I agree with that. And also, I think that if we would be more aware of our good part in living in Romania, we would know how to promote them and how to show to the others that they, they are. We have a lot of traditions that the others, uh, the, the foreigners don't know about. We have a lot of spots that uh, we uh, could promote differently and we don't do it. Yeah, that's a that's an issue in which uh, such projects I think could help, because you meet me, you for example, you know more about Romania. You can tell to your friend. I can tell to my friend about Austria, and it's it's working like this in my perspective. So it's something that I can do from my um, point, from my side, if you want. It's not the I know the most helpful thing that could happen to help promoting Romania but it's a beginning yeah the next question will be a short round what is the most typical thing which you think of your country so so maybe I start with with Austria I think it's like schnitzel classical music winter sports that's it I think everybody connects it with Austria and yeah at least there's some good things. I mean, you can connect some bad things to Austria, but <laughs> fortunately, <laughs> most people, yeah. Connected with history. Yeah, with history. <laughs> or in Austria, we have that the, that saying, um, the biggest achievement in Austrian history was to, to start two world wars, but blame the Germans twice for it. So, <laughs> yeah. We're good in writing our history. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the most popular thing for Poland uh, are pierogi, of course. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a huge fan of of this type of food, but I I, I think I like the, the Polish food basically. I okay. really, um, I think many people don't know about our kitchen, our uh, cuisine, um, but it's very varied. When you go to the northern part, you can eat a lot of types of fish but when you go to the uh, southern park part uh, there is much much different type of fun for me the most typical thing uh, is basically food yeah pierogi i also like <laughs> i have tried a lot until now and it's really a delicious food and it's a shame that i didn't know before about it <laughs> About Romania, the most typical thing that comes in my mind are traditions that we try to preserve. Some of them are also internationally known 
and I would add also Carpathian Mountains, which are really, really nice. And the Danube part, it's really well preserved also in on our territory. So the touristic part of Romania, or when you say Romania, most of, most of the foreigners that I met um, know about from the touristic point of view. And it's, um, it's, a, it's a thing that I, I would keep it up because uh, from the touristic point, we really have a lot to to show and that's it <laughs> and, and and dracula of course yeah, yeah of course <laughs> i mean it's like really the most typical yeah. thing you can imagine of yeah but it's part of it, your history it's not the only one and yeah of course yeah, but it's it just is. like you think of it and it's yeah. like dracula and yeah it, it pops in your mind yeah. instantly yeah. there's a lot of uh films or cartoons that yeah are cool that's that, that's why i think people remember yeah it's this like place and basically like isn't there the, the disney film hotel transylvania oh, exactly. right yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so that that's why everybody's thinking of it and it's but i think to change that is hard but it's nothing that bad just a funny fact yeah if you see it like this it's okay <laughs> <laughs> so now we come to another funny funny stories about stereotypes oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> stereotypes are always fun because most of the time they are not true but at least they have some some true true parts mm. so i think which stereotypes about austria is that everybody loves skiing everybody's always wearing out traditional clothes and do yodeling just that, for that's, fun that's not true <laughs> you, you know i was starting looking for mountain here to start yodeling but it's hard hard to find here but yeah i think that's and somehow i can understand the stereotype because in the movies from austria all the people are doing this stuff and i mean the winter tourism is one of the biggest parts of austrian economics and in general it's so important and and i i like it too so so the stereotype is kind of true but i don't like yodeling and also it's not a stereotype just a fact um, since I'm in a foreign country, Austria and Australia get so often mixed up. And so you're from Australia. How are the kangaroos? Is it nice? The weather must be so good. And I'm like, not really, but um, I'm used to it to explain. No, Austria, not Australia. And everybody's like, oh, okay, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I think stereotypes is my uh, favorite question. Um, so what do you think? What is the stereotype of, of, of um, the first thing which came to mind? And it's a really bad stereotype we have in Austria. And it's like that, that the Polish people are especially are coming to Austria, rob a lot of things. And so we have the joke like the tourism come to Poland. Your car is already there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, it's a really bad stereotype, but that's yeah what people are saying yeah i i can agree but i think it's going to change i think this this type of uh, stereotype has uh, has started when uh, polish people uh, were migrating to other countries and well they didn't have well-paid job so that's why i think they wanted to you know earn more that's why they uh, stole things but the second stereotype, which is, uh, I think, also funny. Totally Catholic. And Catholic, maybe no, but I want to say about alcohol. Oh. 
Yeah, I, I think many people uh, still believe that we, that we Polish uh, Poles, uh, we drink a lot of alcohol, which is, I think, not true. Um, I was, la during last summer, uh, summer holidays, I went to, uh, to Oxford and I, visit I met many, many people around the world and we went to the bar and to drink some beer and and my friends and uh, they asked me hey do you want to drink with us vodka <laughs> and i said no guys uh not today because uh, next day i had uh, the the exam and they said how you can drink you are from poland <laughs> and you know that that's the this still uh believing that um you're from Poland, so you have to drink. <laughs> but but the, I have to admit, the Polish vodka is really tasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's true. But do you know what? It's is the fact that even in France, uh, in 19th century, there was a quote, and it it was like, uh, "Drunk as Paul." <laughs> really? Yes. Oh. But surprisingly, it was positive. Oh, <laughs> uh, it said that uh, it's a person who is drunk, but he's conscious. Okay. So this was positive. Positive. <laughs> but as you can see, even in France, in in uh, Western Europe, many people still and and they believed that uh, we Russian, Polish people, Ukrainian drink a lot of alcohol. But I think in Poland it's going to to change. It's, it's changing. Yeah, when I was at home during Christmas, I, I talked with all my relatives and we were asking, what are you doing there in Poland? And they, they asked me really a lot of questions also with a lot of stereotypes. And mm. it was just the in, in Western Europe, people don't know that much about Poland. And it was the same for me before I came here. And it's always like to, to overcome the stereotypes if you go to the country and discover it by your own. That's always the best way to overcome so so now to to the romanian stereotypes i have to say that i wasn't aware that much uh, about the stereotypes about us um, before thinking about this question because i am not used to see the others uh, through the opinions already known like uh, i didn't even know that much about austria before being here unless what I learned in school, which is related to geography, touristic places. Uh, but about people from Austria, I didn't know uh, more before. And I wasn't like, oh, so Austrian people are like this and like this and like this. And I, I'm going to start to analyze you and if you are like this or not. No, it wasn't like this. And it was, it is the same with Polish people. I only knew about pierogi before being in Wrocław and I was... Um, curious to taste it and I like it and I discovered that we also have in Romania pierogi um, and I didn't have I, I knew that they drink a lot but I didn't put an accent on it because I, I'm not a fan of uh, drinking that much I don't have in my mind the specific stereotype about Romania that I would contradict or not also one, one stereotype I have to add about the Polish is like okay. How, how catholic you are and one time we were in a small school which was called um, John Paul II school and there were so many many pictures with him and in the room of the headmaster there were like eight eight pictures of him it was like 
That's a lot. Uh, yeah, that's true. But sadly, uh, it's going to change. I mm-hmm. think. Unfortunately, in my opinion, um, our church is kind of cooperating with with the politics, with government, mm-hmm. uh, which is very bad for our society and for religion. I think they should be separately completely. But now mm, they are cooperating, I would say. And so I, I think people, um, mostly young people, um, then don't want to go to church. Yeah, the, the same like in most, in most countries, the oh, young are not going to church mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, but I, I think religion has very huge impact in our history. So now to, to your favorite traditional custom. So do you want to start? Yes, um, we have one which is called uh, Marci Shor. Uh, we celebrated in the 1st of March. And nowadays uh, we celebrated just to mark uh, the spring and the beginning of spring. And what we do is that we give to each other um, talismans and nowadays they are kind given just friendship a... or gratitude towards the person that you give it. Uh, back days it was more about showing to um, the person that the spring starts and it was considered that the person who gives the talisman gives also luck and health to the other. But now it's like I appreciate you, I respect you, so I give you a, a it's a little thing, um, usually it's related to spring, so it's a flower or a sign, and it has attached some uh, strings, red and white, this is like typical, and we used to hang it in uh, on our clothes. Uh, honestly, I don't have any uh, favorite traditional custom, uh, but, well, I, I, I like Christmas time. Mm. Um, first, firstly, it's, you know, Catholic holiday, so that, that's why I like it. But um, also it's a time when you spend a time with, with your relatives, with your family. I love this time preparation and even buying some present. It's, it's great fun, but also cooking and preparing for uh, this day. And so yeah, I, I would say that only only Christmas is is my favorite. Uh, I don't think we have in Poland many traditional custom, or maybe I don't know about it. Okay, so my my favorite traditional custom it's like called Alma Prip. I don't know a English <laughs> um um word for it, and it's literally mean um during summer the the cows and the horses are going to the mountains and on the Alps, and then they're during the whole summer and in um, after summer in September, October, they are going back to the stables and this day is celebrated and there is a fest on the Alps and yeah, it's just a very traditional fest where everybody's come together and somehow celebrate that that the cows are still alive and everything and you eat a lot of traditional food or and yeah it's quite nice and then the cows and horses are back and i really like it because in when i was younger we had the horses also on the mountains and to bring them back was really nice time to spend it together oh, that's cool and interesting very we don't yeah. have such, such custom in our country <laughs> or or maybe i don't know about any country uh, about custom in in mountains because i don't live there 
but I, I'm thinking about Mazovian tradition, but um, no, I don't, I don't find anything. Okay, in Austria we, we celebrate it because sometimes some some cows are dying in the mountains. So when they break their leg, it's like, yeah, then the time is over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now to the thing which you don't like about your culture, is there anything? Hmm. Honestly, um, I really uh, like my my uh, my culture. Uh, especially, I like it because uh, it's very varied. Everywhere, every region has their own uh, tradition. Every region has their own food or uh, cloths. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's um, very interesting because when you go to the other region, you can learn new things. It's not like uh, every uh, like one country has everything the same. Every part has something different. Okay, nice. I don't have a negative aspect that really pops in my mind when I think about my country. It's the same. I like the diversity. For me, it's incredible that we have all type of, um, um, I know, we have mountains, we have sea, we have um, forests. You can visit a lot and it's quite impressive. Uh, for me when it comes to this I don't have to travel to another country to go to mountains or tra travel to another country to go to the seaside for example it's all in, in uh, the territory of Romania and it's quite interesting but I don't have any negative thing that really comes in my mind when I think about Romania okay so I'm the only one who has to add <laughs> something negatively okay. and or maybe it's not for whole Austria maybe it's just for for my region especially I'm from a very small village and it's like the people in these villages are not that open-minded and I mean we've we've open-minded it's like you're from that village and you're from really that village and if somebody else is coming from another village you will be always the person who is from another village and not really from your village so he's a stranger for a lifetime Okay, and so there's a very uh, yeah, strong border. Yeah, somehow. yeah. Sometimes it's really like you're from a different different part just of the of the same region. It's like, oh, but you're not really one of us. And I mean, it's of course just jokingly, but it's somehow in in their minds. And we we could be more open friendly to everyone. It's just sometimes so so close minded. And when I came to to Warsaw, I. I don't think that I was before a close-minded person, but I would describe me right now as more open than okay. I was before. Okay. So, uh, what do you like about your? What I, what I like, I also like my the diversity. It's at the same time a good good thing that it that you go from one valley to another valley and it's completely different, and. I really love the food. I think we have one of the best food, especially sweet dishes, are really amazing. I love the sweet things. That's that's great. Yeah, I think everyone loves uh, sweets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweets are always amazing. So yeah, now to to the question with a cultural shock when going to another country. Did you have a one big cultural shock? Hmm. Uh, um. Honestly. 
on the opposite side of our Polish society, I'm open-minded. So when I travel, I don't feel this uh, cultural shock. Uh, of course, I need two, three days to accommodate uh, with the place. Um, but I have only one time I had this cultural shock. I spent uh, two weeks in Nepal, in, in Asia. And after that, we were coming back home and we had a transfer in Dubai. So I spent, you know, two weeks in a very poor country, mm. huge of poverty. And then we went out of the airport because we had like eight hours waiting for the next um, plane. We went out and we saw huge, huge wealth, uh, luxury buildings, uh, cars, shops. And that was cultural shock when you, you know, this, this uh, difference. Yeah. Yeah, there I can add, I was uh, in Dubai for holiday for one week. And it was like, um, what was so shocking for me when you were in the center of Dubai, it was everything so luxury. But when you go just a little bit outside of the city, it was so, so poor and that there was such an huge gap it was not that you could say the people in the suburbs just a little bit poor it was like really two different um universes and that was really crazy and that was also like the, the, the to to see how how the difference was it between just a few hundred meters so that was the the only cultural shock and when i think in in europe i really don't have until now or until the past i was in europe not a cultural shock the only thing which is sometimes hard the, the language especially yeah, if you don't speak the language and the other people are not speaking english or language you understand that's hard but from the other part it's yeah that's also the only thing that comes in my mind the language and that's what i experienced when i first came in wrocław i didn't expect it uh, i didn't expect that people uh, don't speak that much English and also uh, what Jakub mentioned at a certain point I didn't expect to them to be that close to foreigners and it was for me um, quite shocking if I can say like this uh, to be in the mall and ask for a sim card and not to receive it just because I didn't speak English uh, Polish so <laughs> but what I experienced until now when I asked them when I asked them in Polish if they speak English most of the time they say yeah not so good but in the end it's always enough to to have the conversation mm -hmm. you need and it's always like I think that's that's the basic what everybody's afraid of making mistakes so they say nah, I don't speak that well and but it's always good or until now it was good enough to understand everything and to get what I need and the thing is that when I came to Warsaw I really felt the difference between Wrocław and Warsaw really? like here when you ask something directly in English or if you ask someone do you speak English they will answer there they will not <laughs> or from my experience like I was there for one month and a half or something like this and most of the people that I met in places in which I usually expect people to speak English, there was like either no, I don't, either no answer, or they didn't give me the thing I was looking for because I didn't speak English. So, yeah. 
that, that's very interesting because I had many situations when I <clears throat> had to ask others in Polish. They were very open and they, hey, you have to go straight on or, or uh, so they gave me the answer. But when we have to speak in English, it's much harder for us. And we see the person from another country, especially when um, the, the person has different skin color, there is probably no answer. Or no, I don't speak uh, speak English. I don't have time. Sorry, bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Just to, I think a lot of people are afraid of making mistakes, and so they don't give an answer. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. That's what you say about the school. Yeah. Especially uh, when we are in a class classroom, and the students are afraid of speaking English in front of the, the class. Yeah, that, that's a shame to be afraid of another language. I think if you just know basic, it's always good to know to know another language and you shouldn't be afraid with just learning with me with making mistakes. Do you, do you learn? Uh, yeah, we, we have a Polish class right now. Oh. and It's it's not that easy. Yeah, <laughs> well said. <laughs> so yeah, but now the, we had like I think one two months and now it's we start to to understand the really basic and it's like oh I know this word and just to be happy about understanding the simplest sentences. Yeah, Polish uh, language is very difficult, especially for for you. Uh, maybe from Ukrainian Russian people it's much easier, but uh, from Romanian or or Austrian German people it's it's much harder to learn. Yeah, it's. <laughs> kind of a challenge especially with the with the s set mm-hmm. sound yeah, yeah I love. Uh, that's so, too much <laughs> so so now we're getting to the last question and that's one question which is has the european union in the focus that um since we're part of one economical and cultural circle do you think the cultures will get mixed up and that we could have like one european culture or oh how do you see the part of the european union in this point yeah i think it has many positive but also negative sides and globalization is very positive because when you travel um okay in, in in european union you feel very comfortable because everywhere you can feel the same um but on the other side the negative um, thing about this america's americanization um is the fact that culture is is disappearing and what i say uh, in the in the first question um culture is the way how we can discover other regions other countries so you know people from asia or africa when they came to to poland they want to learn about polish a culture not as a european culture i think um so i i think it's important to remember about uh, our our traditions about our customs um yeah but 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 also this this globalization and being in in Europe is very helpful for us as a citizens. I also think that by um by not having to 
put such an effort in crossing borders by giving the possibility to work in international environments or by just being together and speaking another uh, languages by having access to bilingual education uh, these are the ways that Europe, European Union tries to um, encourage the cultural um, mix if you if you want to call it like this but i agree with jakub said that um if we lose ourselves in this mix uh we can lose also the culture the, what what's specific for the culture we are part of so i would say that the european union um has uh, an impact on this has a, a positive part that's for sure we just have to pay attention to how we do it that's my opinion okay i'm um, maybe i have a little bit a different opinion on that topic because for me and in my region where i live it's really connected to the italian region mm -hmm. and more more than to the eastern part of austria because we were due to history um together on from the middle ages until the end of the first world war so so it's like really um to to a mix of these both cultures and to have like a mix of the European um, culture. But as you said, if if it's getting bigger and bigger, details are getting lost and that that's not good. That uh, it should be like the, the focus points of the culture should stay alive and to create one bigger, bigger culture would be quite nice. But we have to remember our origins of the culture and also with the americanization i mean like it's you can go to every country in europe and find your mcdonald's and starbucks <laughs> <laughs> and the, the things like everywhere and i mean like and also with the music we have like in the radio it doesn't matter where you're going it's the most mainstream pop from us but wh why are we not listening to some european music i mean why in in our countries we don't have like some music from other languages like polish or finnish doesn't matter it's it's something extraordinary if you hear a um, spanish or italian song that's that's the the diversity mm. we have quite now but i think it should be more to to have like more focus of the other yeah. cultures and not like just america because we know way more about america than countries which are actually Near so close us. so close to us yeah <laughs> So that's it for today. Thanks for listening again and think always it's all about solidarity.